Hey everyone, we are back this week, the number one motorsport podcast in the world. Uh, today we have a pretty big guest, Jesse Myers, or uh, as most of you know him, he is uh, the man behind the scenes for the Realistic Derby Project. Um, we're super excited to hear more about the project and uh, see what see what's next for uh, Jesse and the RDP team. Um, I don't know how much you know about myself, but... Uh, We've been doing the podcast now for, oh, I don't know, four or five months, I guess, kind of all over the industry, not just derbying, just, you know, snowball racing, uh, mud runs, car shows, obviously have dived into some derbying. Um, okay. So kind of got over, you know, trying to get all the people that are kind of in the mainstream of the motorsport industry and uh, you with your uh, realistic derby project. Seems to be moving along fairly well. Uh, you want to tell me a little bit about about your project? Sure. Um, <clears throat> gee, I'm I'm still figuring out. I have never found the best way to explain what I do to people who don't know. But um, basically, um, BMNG Drive is a um, you could you could call it a game. It's really more of a physics simulator. Um, that simulates they call it soft body physics um so you have your cars and they are completely rigged up um to deform to bend um in a realistic manner uh and i came across this in i don't know 2017 and i discovered that they have a modding scene they they have like all their all their files are like available to you to open up and look at an add-on to and you know there's lots of mods you know add whatever you know different tires different wheels different right. you know spoilers to their cars whatever whatever you can think of and um you know i i kind of just thought well it'd be cool if you could add derby parts to this and, and they have they have lots of stuff they have actually what I believe you said that you said that you touch on other motorsports. Um, I th think that the best uh, monster truck sim is through a mod on BMG. I think that had quite a bit of uh, input from actual monster truck guys. Um, there's also a lot of drag racing stuff on there. So um, there's a whole variety of, of different motorsports that you can do on there. But at the time, I kind of saw it as, hey, wouldn't it be cool if you could just add, you know, bumpers, cages right. to these cars over, I suppose, past four years, that's turned into just full-on derby cars. Sure. Sure, so you've been working on this project for four years then? Uh, More or less. There was a first attempt at it um, right. in maybe 2018, and I had no clue what I was doing. And I, I dropped it. Um, and back at this time, I was living in Salt Lake City. We were going to the University of Utah. We were pretty poor college students. Right. Um, so I, I really wasn't able to participate in the sport in a way that I wanted to. Um, at some point, I decided to give it another go because I just, you know, I was at home. If I wasn't studying or wasn't working, I was at home. Sure. Um, it really just started as a hobby. And uh, I think 2019 is when 
I started December 2019 is when I started releasing, you know, my my own content, which was the form of square body Crown Vicks. Sure. Have you have you been in a derby car yourself? Like uh Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I just uh I ran around home since 2013. Um and now now I'm all the way in New Jersey. I'm from North Dakota. I'm in New Jersey. Um, I, I've I've never ran out here or had any desire to run out here. Now my stuff's in Missouri at a friend's shop. Um, and yeah, I, I I run around there now, or at least I will when we when we get everything going. Sure. Where at in North Dakota? A uh, little town called Cooperstown, which is like yeah. north of Valley City, Jamestown. Yeah, absolutely. I was just there a couple of weeks west, ago. West of Fargo. <laughs> about 900 people there yeah oh yeah no i i know exactly where that's at so so yeah. i'm from north dakota or we're filming i'm filming right now in north dakota so okay awesome yeah. usually when people ask me where, where i'm from I'm like cooperstown has about 900 people. nobody ever knows where cooperstown is yeah There's no i town, i know where it's at i just drove funny. through it two weeks ago so I, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah that's where i used to run oh what the heck okay i did not know that um so after obviously you you started running um then you kind of are you a gamer i mean in a sense yeah i don't um yeah i mean when when i was in salt lake city you know i had saved up to buy a gaming computer yep um i would i would say these days i don't play things for the sake of playing them quite as much sure um now a lot of my time is spent you know developing but yeah sure so yeah i I read kind of your timeline i think it was from 2022 there's been a lot of improvements and it seems like you've gained a pretty big following um as far as like if i wanted to play it is it like from a laptop or do i have to have a gaming console or how do i go about do doing it yeah so it's all on pc and you can do a laptop okay. um it's it's pretty cpu intensive which if your two main components of computer are going to be your cpu which basically does your math sure. and your gpu which is renders your graphics um because it's a physics simulator it's, it, it's pretty cpu intensive and then for it to run um you know the ai for for your cars to be controlled by computers to run against that that's also sure. um cpu intensive uh, so what what you pay for is kind of what you get. Um, if you, you know, some people, they get, you know, $800 computers and they're able to run, but you're probably not going to be able, you know, the nice computer you get, the more cars you can run at, run against is what I'm getting at. So um, it kind of depends on what you want. Um, but yeah, lots of people playing on laptops. Um, the way that we, we do shows actually it's it's not true multiplayer it's it's uh people connect to a single computer and it and it's run as if it's um as if you're all playing locally oh okay um so you can actually do that from just about any computer because it's all being all the all the work's being handled by one person's computer sure. so technically if you want to almost any computer can run shows um 
but yeah, if you just want to play yourself, you, I have a, I have a PC buying guide up somewhere. Sure. So can you go on and play at any time or do you just hold like certain events or you can, if you want to play against computers at, you know, that's, you know, single player anytime. Sure. Um, if you want to play against others, you kind of, like I said, there's a host. So it's all on. So if I'm hosting, it's all running off my computer. So people need to find someone who is hosting pretty much every night. There's, there's someone sure. or people will find their group of friends that they like to talk with at night. Um, and then pretty much any weekend there'll be money shows, which is just like, you know, entry fee. And then those get paid back out. Sure. How does that get paid out? I mean, is that through the game or is that just between friends? That's through most people use PayPal. Um, okay. I guess with the new PayPal rules, some people are doing it different now, but yeah. Sure. That's pretty neat. Well, I, I see the last two cars, the most recent ones you uploaded were uh, North Dakota cars. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did uh Shay and and uh Mike. And Mike Mike Schmidt. Sure. Um yeah, we so I, I try to do uh you know, represent people who are known for those cars. Right. And you know, we had a lot of discussion about who's known for Buicks. Um and it it's just like pretty hard to deny what CPI had done in in Topeka in the past few years with their GMs. Right. I mean, I think looking at them, they're just hands down the best guys in in those sedans. Ah, there's some of the some of the cleanest builds, especially at that level. Yeah. Super clean builds. Yep. I always like watching the North Dakota guys come out. Whenever they get to travel, I feel like I feel like a lot of those guys are over, overlooked. Yeah. I feel like they just go anywhere and take everyone's money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Utah got pretty sick of it, I think. You know, right. when I was living out in Utah, I kept seeing these North Dakota guys come out and win all the shows. All right, uh, well, Shay, Shay and Dookie, you know, they, they traveled yeah. up there quite a few times. Yep, I think Ponzer went out there and, and might have taken some money at May Mania one year. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I assume you ran with most of those guys when you were out in Cooperstown? I shouldn't say no, with. No, I, I always people. ran local, just, just my hometown show. It was never like, Okay. Um, a big, you know, I never traveled really until I started running with my buddy in Missouri. Sure. Um, it just wasn't something that was in my scope. Um, and I, I've never been around the sport. My dad never did it. Um, for yeah. whatever reason, one summer I was just like, I'm going to do this. I had, I had no clue about, about cars really. I didn't know anything about the engines. I didn't know anything about, you know, there's seen a Mopar right. and a and a GM for for derby purposes that was all completely beyond me. Right. Uh, so a lot of, you know, RDP has really driven me to learn a lot about the sport. Yeah, I mean, what you've done is pretty sweet. Uh, I know quite. A, I know a handful of people that you know play play the game, and then I know a handful of people whose kids play it. So it's it's cool to see. And then you had a you know, had a team down at Blizzard Bash with your name all, or with RDP's name yep. all over the cars, which is, you know, that's pretty big too. Yep, that was awesome. I was really happy about that. Um, yeah, I and never thought that, luck, that was something but... that I would reach. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's reached the masses. I mean, obviously it can get bigger and I think yeah. it will. And... A lot of the guys that are playing too, you know, there are a lot of 
guys that used to run maybe in the nineties or something. And whether it's cause they got older or cause the sports gotten more expensive, you know, they're not able to be in it anymore. And you sure. know, it's just another way to keep people involved with the sport. There's lots of guys who don't derby at all. And, you know, I think in the sport, there's kind of like a negative stigma around guys who don't actually run. Right. Um, but I think it really gets a lot of people involved in the sport that otherwise maybe would have, you know, let it go. Sure. How do you, how do you stay in tune with all the new updates? Cause I don't know. And I don't mean updates as far as like PCs and technology, but updates as far as like new components, you know, NLRs coming out with new stuff all the time. You got, you know, Jeffy's mm-hmm. fab farm, all those guys, everyone, anyone who's building parts, they're always got something new to the market. How do you, how yeah. do you up with that? So sponsor parts are on a kind of like a customer basis. Sure. Uh, anyone can come to me. Um, as long as they're selling it, I don't take like requests for things that they're not selling, but as long as they're selling it, you know, they can say, Hey, this is my product. And I don't, I don't charge that much. I really think, um, I mean, I have a pretty long list of stuff that I got to do now, but I I really believe that if you have a part that people don't know about, sure. I mean, if you get in RDP right there, you have tons of people who know about it, can literally see it in action. Right. Um, I, I really believe I I've had people ask me to, uh, to be sponsors for events, to have like, you know, logo, logo on a banner. Sure. for literally like five times what I would charge for a sponsor part. I'm like, nobody's <laughs> nobody's looking at a logo on a banner and is like, I got to buy that. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it's what they want. You know, I've had some of the bigger guys actually tell me I already have as much work as I can take. I don't want any advertisement, which is totally fine. Um, but then I've had other people be like, hey, I'm trying to get into selling, you know, whatever part. Sure let's get it out there. I actually have a few that, uh, that are, uh, um, from guys who are just starting with parts. Okay. So as far as arenas, do you have to, uh, I mean, what do you do for arenas? I've never played the game, so I'm going to ask kind of all the, maybe the, the dumb That's questions. Fine. <laughs> uh, anyone can make them. Um, you know, there's a lot of assets in the game, right? Um, so some guys can take the assets that are in the game and they can they can, you know, create a track out of that. Okay. Mine, I totally model them. My I I model them and texture them myself. Um the most recent one that I do or that I did was based off of a Utah track. Um and then the next one will will probably be some some variation of some indoor track. Um yeah, there are some guys who who actually spend quite a bit of time uh, doing that kind of stuff because it gets old, you know, looking at the same track all the time. Right, right. So, uh, do you know how many users in total use the platform, or or not? Yeah, really? yeah. Um, right now, I mean, a lot of them probably aren't actively playing. They, they, they right, but um, there's about. A little over this this winter we passed like fifteen hundred, okay, um, active players, and then lifetime has probably been like three or four thousand, and some of those guys you know come and go, right. But that's pretty neat. What what do you, what's uh what's the ultimate goal behind it? I mean, uh, 
bigger, better. Yeah, the goal kind of changes. Um, sure. My goal, like the big, big goal has always been I want to make every car from every notable platform in the sport. Sure. And we're still pretty long ways away from that. My my current kind of short-term goal is I just want more variation on the track. Sure. Because right now you play and there's so many Vix and and uh, Deuces and Buicks. Right. Or, or I mean, and, and Oldsmobiles. <clears throat> After a while, I guess a little... I get. I personally get a little sick of looking at them, so I really want to just get more vehicles out and raise the variety on the track. Sure. Um, but yeah, I I constantly have a list of things I want to do. I want to completely overhaul engines. That's like on my short list. Okay. Um. Neat. Uh, I've, I've been redoing a lot of stuff. Because, okay. you know, my quality of work has really gone up. Last year, was a lot of it was spent completely redoing old cars. Okay. <clears throat> so, so do you ever, would you like to ever see it, like, mainstream as far as? I, I don't think that's possible. Not possible? I mean, a lot of people ask, like, will this ever be on console or whatever? Yeah. I mean, first of all, you know, it's all, it's all piggybacking off of BMNG. Sure. And they've been in development for like 15 years. They're just constantly adding on to it. Sure. Um, you know, I can't just take what they have. Even if, if they wanted to put it on a console, which they have said, I mean, things change, but they have said in the past that they have no intention of ever bringing it to a console. And it's debatable if consoles are even powerful enough to, to run it. The, new, the newer ones probably are. But sure. um, even if they could, I think there's still hurdles the consoles don't really allow you. My understanding is that console mods can't add content. It can only modify existing content or something like that. Sure. Um, and then uh, surely automakers would have a problem with it at some point. You know, some right. people are like, oh, why don't you make your own game? There's no way that Ford, GM, Chrysler would allow someone to license mass production. Right. Of destroying their cars, their classic cars. <laughs> right, right. That makes sense. Okay. I mean, is there a I mean, is is there ever a goal for you or is there ever a thought to like make money off of it? Um I mean I do. Maybe not livable income, it, but it, it's my full time job. It is your full time job. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I do pretty good on it. Um I mean I'm still stuck in New Jersey, so it doesn't. I don't feel like I do that good on it all the time, but sure. Um, yeah, I, um, I did get a degree in biology, um, and the goal with that was always something like conservation biology. You know, working outside with you know wildlife or something like that. Sure. And um, when the pandemic hit, you know, here in New Jersey, pretty much everything completely shut down. Okay. I mean, my jobs that I had been working at didn't reopen for at, at least six months. Um, and, and that is when RDP took off because people were stuck inside and like, and that, that entire summer of motorsports was completely shut down because, you know, for insurance reasons and all that. Right. Um, and, uh, is there many derbies around New Jersey? 
there's a few i didn't know of any before i moved here but um i came out here and i actually reached out to decker and i said hey is there anyone in the area right <laughs> i can like get in touch with and he and he pointed me to ken owens and um and uh, he's about a an hour drive away but okay. every now and then i head out there we we've worked on a few cars together we brought a we brought a car to keystone nationals in 2021 i think okay uh, we worked on a bash for cash car. Uh, and there's a few smallish local shows. Um, there's, yeah, there's not many. Sure. So I guess as far as this platform, um, from the podcast standpoint, is there any way we can help you? Or is it just getting it out to more people to see, you know, the work you've done? Um, obviously you've got a lot of time involved and just getting more users on the platform. I, I yeah, mean, can the platform only handle so many at a time or is it kind of unlimited? No, it can, you know, it can get as big as, as it can get. Um, right. I, I think the main thing that I've learned, you know, going to derbies is, you know, I feel like most people know who I am in the sport, but then I go to derbies and I realize, oh, a lot of people aren't on Facebook or they gave up facebook or whatever and um and i talk to people and they and they're like oh i've kind of heard about it but i don't really know that much about it sure um so i think you know we've tossed around the idea before of having like a van with you know a setup out the back where where i can bring it to derbies and people can come play out the back of the van but ultimately i think i came to the conclusion i just end up being like a babysitter and and people just send their kids to me uh, right. which is fine i'm just not going to travel from New Jersey to Ohio or whatever to watch after kids. Right, 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 right. It's a good idea though. I mean, it would get more involvement and maybe uh spark interest and more to start playing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably getting people's, you know, hands actually on it is like uh the best way to to sell people on it. Sure. But, um, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe if I had someone like in the middle of the Midwest that, that was able to travel, help me travel with, with a van like that. But right. Yeah. We've considered it. Oh, what the heck? So do you have any, uh, any plans to have more teams? I mean, sponsored teams like you did. I actually have a sponsored team, a compact team, um, going to spring X. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I told, Dalen and Cody, you know, I loved having them as a team. Um, I mean, just from a fan standpoint, it was awesome seeing them out there. And yeah. from from a, from a sponsor standpoint, I mean, that there was so much discussion around them and what happened to them. And, you know, they had such a tough weekend out there, but they still put on a show. Right. Um, and I told them that, you know, if they go back, I'll gladly sponsor them again. Um, Cody, I think three of the teammates were kind of done in by the whole experience out there, and they do. And at least at the moment now, they don't really want to go back. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to speak for all of them. I don't even know two of them very well. Sure. Um, and then Dalen, I I think he has plans for something else that probably won't allow me to be, um, the full sponsor. But um, sure. they know that uh, if they ever want to do that again, that that I'd be willing to do it. Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, they had one of the most controversial teams down there by far, especially in -hmm. the feature. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there wasn't too many people that weren't talking about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that whole weekend was just from from day zero to the end. Were you there? A test. I mean, if, if, if you've never been out, or if anyone listening's never been out in the pits at Blizzard Bash, seeing what what those guys are doing, I mean, it's Treacherous. it's rough. Yeah, it's, especially in those national qualifying. I mean, they got it's no sleep. It's yeah, yeah, it's stressful. Um, you know, you have to make you have to make time deadlines. You know, one of the cars, the the wagon on the team, he broke a steering box. Sure. Then he came out and he was like, "Hey, let's get your cars done." Um, and he helped Cody and Dalen on their cars. Um, and then he went to replace the steering box and steering box replacement. Only, I think it only steered right. Oh. So you know they had to have the cars in the impound barn at four o'clock. He fires it up, and he can only turn right, and he has to fight through a crowd. And he shows up at the barn at four o one. And when he drove back, I mean. I think that hurt, you know, right. All that work that they had put in just for one minute to not be enough. Right. 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 Yeah. That stinks. It's I know a lot what, mentally. Right. Cause you just physically drained yourself. And then for something yeah. like that, it's a mental stressor too. Mm. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, well, you're from the Midwest, so I'm sure you've heard about Sam's stuff that's going on right South of us here. Mm-hmm. Yep, I I believe I don't know if he said it publicly, but I believe one of the drivers is is going to be on a team out there. Okay. Um, so. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. Will you be there? Or will you be? I there haven't for... decided yet. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, I got fly either way, so like the distance isn't that big of a deal. Sure. Um. Yeah. I might I might see like what it's like the first year and then decide. I feel like this whole that whole month. I mean, obviously they're they're in direct contention with Blizzard Bash. Um, I don't think Blizzard Bash is is as done as as some people say. I think it's going to open the door for a lot of new drivers, which may be good for them. You know, they've had trouble filling qualifying brackets in the, in the past few years. I I kind of think that if if they have a hard time filling or if they have a hard time putting on a show this year they should maybe shift things so that the limited weld rules are are the uh main class because yeah. i think most people feel like they can build those limited weld cars maybe they can't all come you know compete at the top but most people can can afford to build with right. with their setup with the limited weld rules um, whereas I think a lot of guys are just like, I just can't afford to run national bracket. Right. Well, right. I mean, they got 50 K in their cars. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Probably on the light end. I, I know that they, I mean, I know they are going to do whatever they're going to do, but I really think that opening up the doors to, to new drivers is really going to be something that they need to do if they can't fill the brackets this year. Well, and some of the drivers are just at the point in their life where they're mid Yeah, they've 40s, done that 50s. bracket I how mean, many they're... times they don't really want right. to. Yeah. There was a lot of rumors of guys who of that being their last year out there last year. Um 
which you know that was just you know hearsay but right. i would be surprised if if a lot of them were just over it i mean it's such a it's just a huge dedication sure yeah yeah it is i don't know how many times in a row you can really do it before you decide maybe time for a break right right well it's with the cost of everything now too just to haul a car there is is twice mm-hmm. as what it used to be so mm-hmm. I've, I've asked some of those guys what they paid in, in like cage material in the past couple of years and i mean that alone is is in the thousands right yeah it's crazy I do. I'll bring up one comment from the co-host. He wanted to bring it up, but like mm-hmm. I said, he had to hop off. He wanted to give you crap about Shea Bob and uh, Mike Schmidt's cars that you just uh, just had put on your game. Because I don't know if you know Nevada. Probably not. Um, or maybe you do. I don't know. He's he's a graphic designer, and uh, he was the one that designed the wraps on their cars. I, I don't know. I haven't looked at him, but he said that it says black flag on the corner of one of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so Corey does all my graphic work. Sure. Um, you know, this, this was actually a topic that we, we kind of settled with, you know, we have, we, we were good friends with, with George high note. Um, sure. And, you know, we've all come together and kind of talked about what is like fair use for wraps and signs. And basically, we've come to the agreement that you can't use other people's wraps without their permission. Um, and it has, and we haven't. I mean, we we can talk to them if if they're if they actually have an issue with it, which which is fine if they do. But um, you know, Corey does my designs, right. um, so you know he we could go out and ask everyone for permission for their. Right. other wraps but uh you know we haven't had any issue with just approaching it as um recreating their general style right right um and if if they think that we shouldn't do that you know i'd have no problem talking to them about that yeah no he wasn't mad he said he didn't care he just wanted <laughs> to kind of give you crap about it <laughs> yeah i mean we can't we can't just rip you know their right. actual wraps. Some people really do, you know, graphic designers will send proofs of their roof signs and and you know, there used to be a thing where people would just steal roof signs and or wraps and, and and then sell them because people will like charge for for their time to make paint designs on on cars. Right. And then we've had to approach them like, "Hey, this is other people's work." Right. Um you can't do that. Like you can make your own wraps and roof signs and most people, you know, aren't good enough at Photoshop to be able to do that, but you make your own wraps and roof signs, but you can't use my literal design. Right, right. Yeah. Now he he didn't care. He was just just wanting to give you crap about it since he's going to be on. But I yeah, <laughs> he couldn't get on. But yeah, I just figured I'd bring it up for him so he can have a good laugh later. <laughs> what's his uh What's his actual business name? Twenty two GFX. Okay. Okay. Nope. Yep. Yeah. So I would say. Probably 70% of the Midwest uses him. Anyways, in our area, between mm-hmm. like North Dakota, Montana, South Dakota, he yeah. gets, gets used pretty heavily. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, when I was out there, I'd, I'd always gone through Corey. Corey was actually, you know, we talked about when we were getting started in like 2019. Um, 
black flag designs they reached out to me you know before i was ever charging anything for this back when sure you know back before back before anyone knew who i was they they kind of reached out to me they're like hey how can i help right um and they've just been you know really good to me ever since then anytime i need you know posters or anything Corey's been there for me so um sure yeah that's always who i've had do do my signs and everything and do you have i know i know there's a ton of graphic designers out there they're all over now and there's like those select few that are the ogs of the sport but uh yeah there's there's actually quite a few who have come out uh designing their own stuff because they started making raps on rdp um sean elliott i know this uh this winter had a full fleet of cars out of their shop that had his work on it sure um so that's really cool because right. uh, you know local guys should support local guys i've always felt like oh i'm yeah i mean i'm i'm in the same business for that so i i totally believe that try to help out the you know small businesses and the guys around you as much as possible mm-hmm. so i know for our we run so Aside from the podcast, we run, uh, we're the promoters for North Dakota. So we have eight shows across North Dakota. Where at? Um, Tappan, Beulah, New Salem. Okay. Mandan, Dickinson, uh, Tioga, kind of all over. So how long have you had Mandan? Uh, this be our second year. Okay. Okay. Yep. So we're fairly. New, I guess you could say, on the promoting side. Uh, this is our, our third year, but we just don't do derbying. Uh, we do other events. Like I was saying earlier, that's kind of why we talk about all sorts of, of events or mm-hmm. motorsports. But we have car shows and mud runs and snowmobile drag races. So, you know, this year is one of our bigger years. I think we have 12 events basically from the start of June or end of May, start of June until October. So pretty much it's funny that you brought up mud runs because um i could definitely tell in the past like five years around my hometown guys are like way more into the mud runs than derbying it's at, it's at some point it's, we, we kind of had to fight with the i or i i heard that they kind of had to fight with the uh fair board to to not get rid of the derby in favor of just mud runs yeah it's gotten big around here for sure um just a small town right next close to where i live they started the mud runs oh i don't know four ish five maybe four or five years ago and you know they get a pretty solid 50 to 60 trucks every time you know every event yeah it's you know it's sometimes lower barrier of entry (sighs) right yeah so yeah it's you know it's it's here maybe here to stay i don't know the the drivers are going down because there's not as many getting into the sport, but yet, I don't know. It, Do you get a lot like of guys traveling from, you know, you, you just hopped into it. There's not a lot of people that are just going to hop into it anymore without right. help or just because of the cost of things. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is, it is pretty rare these days, I feel like, to see people jump into the sport that weren't in like a derby family right um sure. and obviously just count the county fair scene in general is just like 
secondary to big shows. Yeah. Um, For sure. But you also don't, you know, lose your equipment when you go to a fun uh, to a, to a mud run. Right. So, right. I get it. For sure. Well, uh, as far as your your RDP logo, uh, is it possible you could send me that, or can I rob it off Facebook or something? To use for a thumbnail yeah, for this video, yeah, okay. I can do either one. I have I have an isolated uh, nice. PNG somewhere. I'm sure. Sure, sure. I mean, that's all I got for you. I don't know if you have anything for me. Um, not really. Uh... Perfect. Well, I do appreciate you hopping on. Um, okay. I'm sure we'll come across somewhere at some show. Sure. Especially you, you, you'll you'll surely go to Gold Rush, yeah. Yeah, I was at Blizzard. I mean, I've gone to Blizzard Bash for the last like seven years in a row. Mm-hmm. I've ran Winter Slam. I've ran. I ran the Las Vegas shows. So I've kind of gone all over running myself and also watching. So, oh, you I, ran the Vegas shows? Yep, yep. So I've put in some put in some seat time and put in some just visiting time. I guess the last you... few years of Blizzard Bash have just been watching. I don't know. Uh, Tori, so Tori and Mike's team maybe three four years ago two or three years in a row i helped them pit if as you if you were there at blizzard bash you know it's yeah that's a long weekend i don't care if you're the driver the pit man the wives it's a long weekend and it's a lot of work so the last couple of years it kind of took a break from that and mm-hmm. i just watched them and drank beer instead of helped in the pits <laughs> are you hoping to be able to go to both uh, blizzard bash and south dakota or I don't know. I did that a couple it's years ago. It's stressful that it's like back to back. Yeah, that's how Blizzard Bash in Vegas was. And we did that. And that was super. Was that that late in the year? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was Blizzard Bash, uh, whatever, the second weekend. And then the third weekend in November was Vegas. So it was kind of uh, a stressful couple weeks. <laughs> and yeah, a lot that, of drive. That Vegas show was really, you know, I think what you look back on the past like five years that's like one show that really stands out right i just really loved the diversity of cars out there and everything you know it, it's just a, it was just such a unique show yeah on um, the location alone it's hard yeah to beat. yeah I, I hope they can do something i mean at the time when they had that you know there was all the word about how they wanted more out there right um obviously that hasn't happened but I know there are guys who who wanted to be down there and want another chance to run there. Yeah, yeah, I I can't say for sure, but I do think there's going to be some news in the upcoming future about it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, sooner than later. But uh, I think people may get a chance to uh, relive that dream again. That'd be awesome. That was such a good show. Yeah, I think in an even better venue though this time down there. Yeah. I, I actually, I really try to model, you know, our events mm-hmm. after um, those, I mean, I know it's in Vegas, but those Utah style shows, the, the, you know, those, you know, they they keep everything within uh, a pretty tight window. Sure. Um, everything's, you know, the open tracks, the fast pace. I've actually heard from Utah guys in the past few years that they're not very happy with the way that shows have been going out there lately yeah. but um yeah I, I just 
I loved my time out in Utah watching those shows. Um, I really miss watching those shows. And um, yeah, there's just there's just nothing like being out in Utah and 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 I assume out in Vegas. Right. Yeah, we were just uh, we just flew down to Utah was a month ago, me and my co-host, and we did some podcasts uh, with the Gladiators of Steel um, crew. So. Yeah, that stuff's wild. The production looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like more to come, possibly. So, yeah, I hope. I mean, have you ever talked to people outside the sport? I and mean, they just have no clue what we do anymore. No. You know, they most people just think. I mean, if they do know about the sport, they think it's like it was in the nineties. Yeah, for sure. So you know, if if they can somehow get eyes on on what they're doing i think it'd be really awesome absolutely um i mean i'm sure it'll never change what (laughs) most people think but right right cool well i do appreciate you and your time and uh like i said i hope we meet up here in the near future absolutely let me know uh which show you plan on going to will do will do well you take it easy and uh thanks again thank you